Welcome into this week's edition of Talking Ball. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined as always by lifetime Longhorn and new dad, Rod Babers. These days, not getting a lot of sleep, but uh, that's all right. That's all right, man. That's part of the journey. I mean, we enjoying every second of it, so uh, we're that's glad. Awesome. Yeah, man, we're having a good time. That's awesome. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about wide receivers. What the Texas wide receiver position headed into the Oklahoma game. The two commitments, Parker Livingstone and Freddie DeBose Jr., the top target remaining in 2024, Ryan Wingo. And then we're also going to get Rod's thoughts on DeCorian Moore, the 2025 five-star to Duncanville and LSU commitment, who was at the Texas-Wyoming game a few weeks ago. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. We try to go for a position every week on Talking Ball. Uh, so this week it's going to be all about the wide receiver position. Uh, and I think I don't think there's a better week to do it, honestly. Because of A.D. Mitchell's 10 for 141, yep. X-Man's yep. almost 100-yard game. Those guys combined for 234. You throw in Whittington, Jontae Cook coming on. I mean, a Texas wide receiver position is showing some real top-end talent and now depth building. Before we get into that, I want to take a second, though, to talk about the sponsor of the uh, Talking Ball Weekly, and that's John Donovan, president of Longhorn Wealth Management Group. John is a proud University of Texas graduate and a CFP and has been providing total wealth management services for his clients for over 30 years while dedicating his firm to serving his fellow UT alumni and UT employees. We just witnessed UT's great football's greatest September in history as, as we won five games in the month for the first time ever. September is also key because it was Life Insurance Awareness Month and Longhorn Wealth can provide the best in independent life insurance solutions for all Longhorns and their families and businesses. So to learn how Longhorn Wealth can help provide the pro, provide the mo, UT most, the utmost, <laughs> in life insurance protection for you and your loved ones, give John a call at 972-707-4900 or visit longhornwealth.net. Thank you again to John Donovan president of Longhorn Wealth Management Group, and I'm sure we'll be seeing you Friday up in Dallas. Uh, so, Rod, let's just overall, your thoughts on the Texas wide receiver position, five games into the season, headed into uh, the, the the Red River Showdown. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, he's got top NFL, uh, top NFL caliber talent uh, in that room, right? I think A.D. Mitchell – and Xavier Worthy, those guys are NFL guys, have Sunday skill sets, and have proven that if they're in a one-on-one -on -one situation, there are not a lot of DBs in the country that can defend those guys one-on-one. -on -one. We just saw what A.D. Mitchell and Xavier Worthy did against Alabama. Alabama recruits as well, or has been recruiting as well as anybody in the country. Um, and I think, you know, they pretty much on on most teams in the country, uh, those two teams can win one-on-ones consistently. Uh, Jay Witt is another guy that I think he's, he has a shot to play in the league. I don't know if he'll be drafted because wide receiver is a really, really deep position at every level of football. Uh, but I, I love Jay Witt's skill set. Uh, and he's finally staying healthy, too. And I think Jay Witt's a guy that most of the time, a lot of the time, he can win his one-on-ones consistently. And then you go down to the depth of these guys uh, that you were talking about that Sark has built. Jonte Cook, a really young, dynamic receiver, looks like he's a guy that can be a playmaker. Just a couple of times we've seen him. Uh, he's always made big plays, had the big 50-something uh, yard bomb versus uh, that Baylor. Uh, and out of empty yeah. formation, I believe that was. And then last week, uh, he saw him versus Kansas making plays. I mean, that's a guy, young guy, that really has some playmaking ability. Uh, also, I think, you know, 
we haven't seen a lot of them because Sark likes to tighten the rotation of wide receivers. But I think when you get beyond that, you know, guys like Casey Kane and Isaiah Nayor, guys we have not really seen just yet, DeAndre Moore, guys we haven't seen a lot of, I think those guys are really talented. It's just I think Sark is a little paranoid about finding the right coverage in the right situation and not having the ideal receiving matchup in there. Um, that's why he doesn't like to keep his rotations. Uh, he keeps them really tight. You know, he doesn't like to loosen up those rotations. And I think that's going to continue to be the case. So I don't know how much, unless there's an injury, knock on wood, uh, you're going to see any of those uh, other wide receivers. Talk about the emergence of Jonte Cook, Rod, because from from my zero and zero eyes, um, that's another deep threat. And he's different from Whittington because Whittington's a, yeah. Whittington's a possession receiver, great blocker. He does a lot of things to impact winning. One of those is not racing down the field past coverage. But talk about now how Sark can stress a defense a little bit more now that he's bringing John Ty Cook along, where you can bring out A.D. Mitchell, Xavier Worthy, and John Tay Cook at the same time. Texas hadn't had three guys like that no. that can stretch a field vertically in a long time. No, they haven't because they never used Jay Witt in that capacity, right? They never right. expanded his role as a vertical wide receiver, and maybe that's just something you know they didn't feel they needed to do. Uh, but I'm with you now. You got X-Man, A.D. Mitchell. Those guys are proven vertical threats down the field. Jonte Cook is another guy uh, that can provide the element. And we don't even see Isaiah Nayor, but that right. was his part of his skill set, right? He's another guy that can stretch the field, take the top off of defense. We know how important that is in Sark's offense. We know. He has even said it, even stubbornly. Uh, he has over and over again decided to deploy the deep ball, even when it wasn't working, said it's a crucial part of his offense. And that's the scary thing. We're watching, you know, Sark's offense, the blueprint of it and how he's constructed. And it looks like one of the best offenses in the country. And it is. Um, but they really still don't have that consistent deep ball element that he would like. He yeah. would like to have guys in there that can stretch it vertically down the field in those one-on-one situations. And Texas right now, that's not a strength of the offense. That's something, of course, it's something they can do, but it's not a strength of the offense. Sark wants that to be part of the identity of the offense. Hasn't really happened since he's been here, and yet they've still been able to put up some really prolific numbers. I got some bad news uh, for the last quarter of uh, the season and those Big 12 teams. The running game's getting it going. Yeah, Jonte yeah. Cook's mixing in. Uh, I wouldn't want to play Texas the last four games of the season defensively. I, that's all I will say as Quinn gets near 20 starts as well as a college player. Uh, those last four Big 12 games, people are going to have some issues. They better hope for cold weather and uh, stone hands. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no defense that has enough adequate yeah. defenders to defend all of those threats. And like I said, they present you with a mathematical equation you cannot solve offensively especially in the passing game. You can't double X-Man, put a safety over the top of JT Sanders, and put Aiden in the box to stop the run. You want to pick your poison, and you want to leave guys on an island like A.D. Mitchell one-on-one, -on -one, which is what they said happened in the last game. And when he's left one-on-one, -on -one, that's that's easy pitch and catch for a guy like Quinn. And the last thing I want to do here with the wide receivers is I want to give the wide receivers credit. Last year, the wide receiver position took a lot of hits from the Texas fan base, mm -hmm. right? We have Bijan Roshan. We don't have anybody on the outside. We can't maximize the use of these running backs, right, in the run game. Well, we went into this season saying, hold on now. The difference this year for the run game could be there's more weapons. It's a tougher field to defend mm -hmm. for D coordinators with those two wideouts, with A.D. Mitchell Worthy plus Whittington and J.T. Sanders. And then an offensive line a year older. 
So talk about from your perspective as a defensive back and defensive guy, having three true threats out there and a fourth guy that's a really good possession player and impacts winning. Three, two, three true threats out there and how that's helped open up this run game for Texas. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, because basically you cannot as a defensive coordinator trust that you have three defensive backs that could be one-on-one with Xavier Wordy, A.D. Mitchell. I'm thinking about J.T. Sanders, but he's not in the wide receiver room. But did you even uh, I would say even a defense that has two DBs, right. they think could consistently line up against A.D. Mitchell and Xavier Worthy. And for Sark, the way Sark manipulates matchups, it's not like he's keeping those guys – know stagnant in the same place the whole time he's moving these guys around the formation he's moving around a chessboard they're going in motion all the time so it's really hard for a defensive coordinator to pinpoint exactly where a player's going to be so that you can designate your best cover guy to go up against xavier worthy or go up against ad mitchell you see bama didn't even bother they're like man forget it we'll just have to guys have to hold up in coverage because it's really tough it, it threatens the structural integrity of your defense to have to try to shadow um, those wide receivers and find out where they are. So because you have a guaranteed win, that's what football is all about, right? You got guys that can win one-on-ones, right? Especially on the outside. How many guys you have that can win one-on-ones that's and it. have gravity that can demand a double team? Texas right now has one wide receiver that demands a double team consistently. That's Xavier Worthy. But A.D. Mitchell, based on what he did in the Bama game, based on what he did last week, he's proven, okay, if you leave me one-on-one, I'm going to win. I'm going to win consistently one-on-one, and I can win with a variety of routes from the route tree. I can beat you deep. I can beat you in the intermediate game, and we can throw the short game, and that's going to start worrying defensive coordinators too, and pretty no soon doubt. they're going to start putting two high safeties. They're like, man, we can't have these guys just beating us, get you know double-digit receptions on both sides. Once they put those two deep safeties back, that opens up the run game. And, the, and that's why you're talking about, Jerry, why the run game has really been able to find its groove and really find its rhythm is because these defensive coordinators, they're left with, a like I said, a conundrum. Yep. What do you do? You got to pick your what poison. You, you got to pick your poison. That's right. And that's why I said the last four games, I don't want to be def- defensive coordinators in the Big 12. That's for you sure. Right. As, this, yeah. as, as Jonte Cook grows up, this offensive yep. line continues to mature. Quinn gets more starts under his belt. All right, well, now we got to transition the wide receiver recruiting because we just talked about all that talent. Mm-hmm. But we think three of those guys are going to be gone. Worthy, Mitchell, <laughs> and Whittington for sure. And probably JT Sanders, but tied in's a different show. Yeah. So Texas has two wide receiver commitments right now. That's Parker Livingstone, four-star out of uh, Lucas mm-hmm. Lovejoy in the DFW area. And four-star Freddie DeBose out of Smithson Valley and Syntex in that San Antonio area. They're also in on five-star Ryan Wingo, which we'll talk about later. And then we're also going to talk about 2025, Decorian Moore, the top receiver on the board. But, Rod, let's start with Parker Livingstone. Okay. He had a hellacious start to his senior season. I watched that. I watched some highlights of that game. Great. But then he got hurt in game two, and we don't know if he's going to play again this season or win. Um, but Parker Livingstone, 6'4", 185 pounds. Brothers are baseball players. He played baseball this last spring. He's worked with margin hooks a little bit. So he's learned the craft. What do you see? What do you like from Parker Livingstone? That's interesting you said that because I wrote down savvy route runner. Yeah. He's a pre- precise savvy route runner. I like that about his game. There's a maturity to his game at wide receiver already for a young guy. And you just said he got hurt uh, in his senior year. So most of the stuff I'm watching is from sophomore, junior year. And even then, there's a maturity to his game. He's not a burner. No. He's, not a, he's not just a straight-up burner in that sense. 
but he does have the ability to attack the cushions of, of, of defensive backs. And I think that's part of the savvy route run I'm talking about. But I like him on, and this is why he fits Sark's system. Sark's big on movement routes, yes. which are routes that get the ball in the receiver's hands while they're in stride. Uh, that's why he likes accurate quarterbacks. He wants to get those yak yards. He wants yak baddies. He actually can be one of those guys because he really is great at being able to avoid. He's elusive, right, yeah. being able to avoid uh, defenders. But you get him open in stride. You open up his stride, and you can see him. He actually, man, in his football speed, he takes up a lot of yards. He does. <laughs> with, with that long stride. And I with think that that's stride. What, he eats it up. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's what's in a Sark system. Sark calls it his run to daylight philosophy. He's trying to get receivers on the move with yak yards, ball, uh, you know, ball accurate, and they can get the ball already in a position to get those yards after the catch. He strikes me as one of those guys that will be great on those movement routes, the post route, the post corner routes, uh, those long rainbow crossers that Sark loves, uh, those long over routes that he loves in his offense. Uh, He's one of those guys, and I can almost see him running those routes in Sark offense. He's got some size to him, too. I mean, he's long, he's rangy. At six yeah. three six four, and and he's got because he's played baseball, he's played outfield or whatnot. Any guys that have played outfield can turn and track a football, right, Rod? It's natural to them. It's yeah. not unnatural to put your hands up extended to go catch a baseball with a glove on. Works great in football. Outfielders that can run make really good wide receivers. Um, so while we're watching Parker Livingstone highlights, let's move on to Freddie Debose because Freddie he missed his junior year. Um, so I don't know how much you've seen of Freddie. Probably not much. He's he had one catch in a scrimmage that went for a touchdown. But I want uh, so here's Freddie DeBose in a nutshell: six foot and a half, about 180 pounds. Uh, came back from an ACL his junior year to qualify for the state meet in the triple jump. Yeah, he's an explosive athlete when he's healthy. Um, so Rod, speak to a guy who's six foot, 180 pounds. He will roll out of bed and run four, five, four, four, five, four, five. Mm-hmm. Um, speak to that kind of how that fits in Sark's offense, what he's ideally looking for at that wide receiver position. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Oh, well, I mean, he sounds twitchy. Right? He's twitchy. <laughs> yeah, Sark loves guys like that. I mean, Sark's big on um, his wide, wide receivers in the screen game. Um, you know, Sark's, Sark's size really is, and even though Parker Livingstone's got size, size has never really been, if you look at the the, the history of wide receivers, Sark, never really been a, a huge priority for him. Tom Herman liked big receivers, right? He's all about wow. 50-50 balls. Uh, but Sark's like speed. He likes twitchiness. Uh, he likes guys that are, that are quick. And that's really what you're describing here with this young man. Even after the injury, he's a guy that can still, you know, qualify for the state track meets. He's got explosivity. 
And yeah. that's what Sark wants out of his wide receivers. He wants explosivity out of his wide receivers. They'll kind of, and you can see it, the burst initially from those guys. I, we'll talk about another player. Uh, uh-huh. More, the Curry and Moore is like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's evident. It, it jumps off the screen. We call it, we call it sudden, right? Like, Man. catches ball. Guy wow. thinks he, guy thinks he has an angle, then it's a sudden just burst. Yeah, he, out the he, game. even even off the line of scrimmage, like his vertical push off the line, you see it sometimes, and it's scary. It as a DB, see that's what I look. That scares me a little bit when I see a guy push off the line with that kind of speed. I'm thinking, yeah. damn, he closed my cook. I gotta get, I gotta turn these hips. Um, and that's what you really want from a DB, like a DB thinking about turning them hips sooner than rather sooner than he should. And that's what guys with that kind of burst. That suddenness you're talking about, that's what they do. They make you want to turn them hips, man. And your, your coach is telling you, be patient. Don't turn your hips, stay square. But as a as an athlete, you're thinking, hey, man, this guy's going to run right past me if I don't turn these hips. Those types of athletes make you think twice about it. All right, let's talk about, Rod, the uh, top target left in 2024 before we get to Decorian Moore. That's Ryan Wingo, five-star out yeah. of St. Louis University High. You got somebody. Um, that's a Texas-Missouri top two. Tennessee's in there. AM continues to try. Obviously, Bobby Petrino coached Ronnie Wingo Jr., his older brother at Arkansas. Uh, but Ryan Wingo uh, on his Texas visit was six one and a half, about 205 pounds. Uh, when you watch tape of Wingo, um, what, what did you see, Rod? What what kind of caught your attention with, with Ryan Wingo? Uh, first of all, was it the Wyoming game that he came to? Was that yes. the, it yes. was? Okay, just a real quick random nugget. Me and my wife were eating uh, breakfast at Phoebe's, uh-huh. and then they, they, him and, and Pops were there hanging out in the crew. They were hanging out. I was like, babe, I think that's Ryan Wingo. I knew it was him, but I yeah. just, I couldn't guarantee it. had about home. six or seven people around with him. Yeah, now. and he had like a little, little – I didn't know at the time, he had a little knee brace on. Or yes, like he that. does. He's, okay. he's out for the season more than likely. Yeah, yeah. I Okay, so there you go. Anyway, but I saw him. He got good taste in food. I'll say it's one of my favorite spots. <laughs> uh, but anyway – uh man, I love his I love his balance uh as a player. He's dangerous when he gets the ball in his hands. He is. Man, it, it is I, honestly, you say he has running, it's kind of like running backs in his family, something like that. Yes, dude. He looks like a running back sometimes when he gets the ball in his hands. I said that he make he make you miss in the phone booth. He's one of those kind of guys. I love him with the football in his hands. And Sark, who likes to get the ball in the hands of wide receivers on little screens, smoke routes, uh, just easy completions. Uh, he's going RPOs. I mean, this guy could be dangerous. He really is. So I love that about it. He's like, he accelerates out of the break. He accelerates. He really does rod for big kid. He really has that acceleration. I love that about his game. You almost think he's running like, Oh no, he's running, uh, you know, at a decent speed. And then he'll come out of his break and he'll just separate. Um, and he accepts. So I love that about his game. He's got great acceleration. Got another gear essentially when he comes out of his break. Uh, and he's great at contested catches. He doesn't have to be open. He just needs to be one-on-one. If he's one-on-one, you know, he's got a really good shot to make the play depending on the ball placement because he's great at contested catches. Hey, hey, Rod, easy to see how Texas is thinking about him in the same manner they thought about A.D. Mitchell as far as position, the way they would use him at Texas, right? Yeah, I I think he's better with the ball in his hands than A.D. Yeah. Right? I I think that's a good call. Yeah, AD's. I, I love AD's uh, body control and uh, man, his catch radius is unbelievable. Um, but I think at, when the ball is in his hands, I think that's where Ryan Wingo separates for me. He just it, he's he really is a really dynamic ball carrier. Uh, yeah. I see him on the punt returns. On the punt return game, he looks really good. Exactly, 
Exactly. He, 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 pick six, he looks good on defense. Yeah, he, he, he knows how to score the football. That's yeah. the thing, right? He just I knows how it. to score the football. Uh, that's what we're talking about, Ryan Wingo. This is Talking Ball with uh, myself and Rod Babers. There you're watching highlights of Ryan Wingo as a junior. Uh, great balance there. Uh, yeah. Look, he does play private school competition, but, man, all those skill sets still shine through. I mean, there's been a lot of great players that haven't played against the best competition, uh, but their talent is undeniable. And that's where Ryan Wingo – there you see long arms right there. He's got a little burst suddenness off Look the line it. too. Yeah. Um, Rod, I mean, I just I, – there's a lot to like about Ryan Wingo. There's a reason that Georgia, Michigan – I mean, pretty much all your top programs in the country wanted Ryan Wingo. All right, before we talk about the Corey and Moore guys, I'm going to take one uh, an opportunity once again to talk about the sponsor of Talking Ball. That is John Donovan, president of Longhorn Wealth Management Group. John is a proud University of Texas graduate and a CFP and has been providing total wealth management services for his clients for over 30 years while dedicating his firm to serving his fellow University of Texas alumni and University of Texas employees. We just witnessed UT football's greatest September in history as we won five games in the month for the first time ever. September was also key because it was Life Insurance Awareness Month, and Longhorn Wealth can provide the best in independent life insurance solutions for all Longhorns and their families and businesses. So to learn how Longhorn Wealth can help provide the mo you the utmost in life insurance protection for you and your loved ones. Give John a call at 972-707-4900 or visit longhornwealth.net. Thank you again to John Donovan and Longhorn Wealth Management Group for being the sponsor of Talking Ball. All right, Rod, we get to one of my favorite players in Texas, regardless of man. classification. Yeah, man. When I was uh, at Duncanville in the spring, I was standing with three offensive coordinators at the college level and one at the Power Five level. And DeCorian Moore was a little late coming out the practice because track season had just ended or he just he had something going on uh, with a class or track practice post-track season. And we were like, well, DeCorian's not out here. And, 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 and me and this Power Five offensive coordinator, coach said, well, how do you know that? He just moves different. <laughs> Look, DeCorian Moore just moves different. I right? love it. I love there, it, man. You know, when you've been doing this a long time, there's a guy, he lines up at wide receiver. He looks like an athlete. His calves look like he's about to race against somebody all the time. Mm -hmm. And then he bursts off the line of scrimmage, and you're like, hmm, this yep. guy just moves different than everybody else. And that's why he's the number nine ranked prospect in the country, five star at Duncanville. He's had a monster season. This year, um, Rod, a legitimate 5'11 and a quarter, 175, 180. So he's not a small guy. No. He's going to be a 5'11 and a half, 190-pound guy, too. So, uh, DeCorian Moore, what would you see? Mm. What would you like? And uh, we only have about five minutes, so you got to stop at five yeah. minutes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I'm with you. Uh, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, whoa. Whoa. It's one That's of those it. where it's That's like, it. oh, man, yeah, he's built different. His, his, I talked about earlier the explosive vertical push off the line of scrimmage that makes DBs like me a little nervous. Yeah, all right? he puts stress on you, doesn't he? He does, man. And that's I don't even like playing off coverage on guys like that. Right. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage sometimes. No doubt. They close that cushion so quickly, and oh man, I feel like basically I'm running backwards, and this just running at me full speed. 
I almost feel like I want to I want to play bail coverage every time. <laughs> I want to go up against the Korean Moore to give myself a little advantage. But he's a typical Sark receiver, man. Speed demon. Sark loves a speed demon. I say he doesn't prioritize size. Uh, but and he's, he's great with the ball in his hands, too. Yes. I mean, it, that speed that he has without the ball, it translates when he gets the ball in his hands. He's just as fast. He's got the stop and start. You know, I love a wide receiver That's... that can decelerate, Jerry. Yes. You know, You're down. Oh. You're down. Because, I mean, half the time you're gearing it down to, yes. for that route, right? For that curl route, for that out route. You got to gear it down and gear it back up. He can gear it down and gear it back up as well as any wide receiver that I've seen recently. His stop and start acceleration, deceleration is next level. And that that's what Xavier Worthy has. And that makes him a – man, it's a pain in the ass. I'm not going to lie to you to try to cover that. You know what I mean? Because, hey, I, I can come out of my break real quick, but then to come out of my break and then have to accelerate again after I get out of my break. Uh, man, there's certain guys that, that can force the issue, and he's one of those guys that can force the issue with you and make you look silly. I mean, he can make some DBs look silly out there. Uh, we're, so watching, I love we're watching a punt return here. I think oh, it's man. in Lakeridge a couple re- weeks ago. I'll tell you kind of what – we're going to get three angles of this, maybe four if Huddle provides four. Um, but uh, I, I'll tell you kind of it's interesting watching his body movements in person. Hmm. That cut right there, and he makes another one. Three. He's got a little Peter Wark with more speed. Oh, wow. Peter, Peter Wark would give Whoa. you the dead leg and then accelerate. Dude. Yeah, I know you're an FSU guy, so remember all those dead leg accelerates that Peter Wark Man, kids, if you have not seen Peter Wark highlights, you got to Google them right now. Yeah. I don't. He made cuts that it didn't seem like he had like joints, like natural right. joints, like everybody he just like, gave you one of these. Oh, <laughs> it seemed like it was like, oh, man, he's gonna tear an ACL or something like that, making them cuts. But that's a nice. I, I said with speed because Peter Ward. That was one thing we found out he was missing in the league. That's right. Was speed to separate, but in terms of the quicks, the the twitch, he was your typical twitchy guy that's without right. being a speed guy. Right. You're saying Derek Rowe Moore's got speed and the twitch. Speed and twitch. And that's yeah. what I think separates him from other kids in the country. Yeah. Is he can he's got that Peter Wark stick it and stick the leg in the ground, dead leg you a little bit, then accelerate. But mm. then he's got top end speed to go with it. I mean, and that that makes for a very dangerous football player at wide receiver and in the return game. Uh, and there you see it there. I mean, oh. look, man, he's not. This guy's playing against fast football players. Lake Ridge may not have a good team, but they're fast football players. Again, on that poster out there, you know, he just sticks that foot in the ground and he has that ability to accelerate on you while I think also giving you a little bit of dead leg so you slow it down, right? Yeah. I mean, he that's how I know that his top speed that we think is it's not his top speed. Right. Or, or it's two things either he's running that fast and he's not hit top speed yet and he can still make those kind of cuts or. He's so freakish, he can cut like that at top speed. Which either that's way, really scary. Now that's scary. either way, I'll take it. Either way, <laughs> that's the next level athlete right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can cut that way and you're running moving that fast, you play in Pro Bowls if you can catch a football. That's just yeah, let's yeah, just be real. Yeah. I mean, so the Corey and more rod. I mean, we've watched I've had you watch a lot of players this year. You don't see much better than that, right? At that age. No, I agree with you on that. He's it's it's and I mean I'm with you. And we I just watched Ryan Wingo and Ryan Wingo, he's next level too. But DeCorian Moore is different. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's he's built a little different now. And that's why DeCorian Moore, the LSU commitment, is so coveted by Texas. He was mm-hmm. at the Wyoming game um as well. So look, Texas isn't backing off DeCorian Moore. That is gonna be a battle with the LSU Tigers all the way till signing day. Uh, but that is DeCorian Moore, the number nine ranked junior in America. 
Uh, and that'll do it for this week's Talking Ball, man. We hit on wide receivers this week, headed into the uh, Red River Showdown. Hey, Rod, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you this again Tuesday night, but I want to close with this. We're going to talk about it Tuesday night. The bus ride from Austin to Dallas, because the 99.999% of us will never be on that bus. Hmm. Is it quiet? Is it talkative? Is it too serious, not serious? What is that bus ride like when you're going up to Dallas? The bus ride there is actually pretty relaxed. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty relaxed. The one time it wasn't relaxed, honestly, is when we got blown out in 2000. I don't think it was very relaxed. Y'all are so tight, y'all couldn't sit in your seats? <laughs> I, think we, I, think, I think we were tight from the jump. That yeah. I think we were tight from the jump. I would I wonder what Mac would say about it too. Because even now as a player, we were much looser, and maybe I was much looser because I was a young. That was my first year starting. Right. So maybe I'm maybe I'm projecting. Maybe it was me who was <laughs> quiet and nervous, and then maybe my junior year, my senior year, I had more swagger. I was more confident about it. And I've said this in, in about that game, man. Veteran teams play well in that game because usually young teams don't understand the magnitude of it. They don't understand the rules of engagement, the vitriol. They don't get the pad. They don't get it all. You, it takes like one experience in it. Um, and then you, you kind of understand how to really how to gauge your emotion. I mean, that's one thing you got to do. I mean, I, trust me. I remember walking out of that tunnel, man, you're almost hyperventilating yeah. um, by kickoff. Sometimes you're like, all right, dude, I got to calm this thing down a little bit. <laughs> Cause just no environment like it. I mean, big Ray Keith Moreland said, he played in the World Series, and hell, he thought Texas OU was a was a more ruckus and a more rowdy environment than that. Uh, hell, Dan Neal said he played in the Super Bowl, and he said he'll put he'll take Texas OU over the Super Bowl. There you go. guys talking about Texas OU on that level, then you really truly get the magnitude of the game. There you go. That's Rod Baber's Lifetime Longhorn. My name is Jerry Hamilton. That's this week's edition of Talking Ball. We're going to talk to Rod much more throughout the week on Texas OU. I want to get more in the bus ride. I don't want to ask about the bus ride back, but I have a feeling Bobby mm. will after that. Uh, so, all right, Rod, thank you very much, and uh, we'll you, talk Rod. to you tomorrow night. All right, hook him. <laughs>